From activism to entertainment, health to nightlife, profiles and courage to travel, and so much more. This is the Jeff Hawker Show, LGBTQ news and lifestyle conversation for the Coachella Valley region. Here's Jeff Hawker. Welcome to the Jeff Hawker Show. Today is all about business and creating opportunity. Uh, In the first half hour, we've got Kevin Crockett, who is an injury attorney, and uh, he's going to talk about what that means to be an injury attorney and how to create business surrounding that. And then the second half an hour, we've got Kevin Stern, who is the owner and broker of Town Real Estate. First guest, how you doing today, Kevin? Hey, thank you for having me today. Well, I wanted to read something first, and then we can get into all the stats. Uh, According to the National Center for Health Statistics, about 39 million people seek medical attention every year for an accident-causing injury. Of these, about 29 million have injuries severe enough to warrant a visit to the emergency room, and they have injuries so severe that it results in death. So that's a lot of business for you. There is a lot of business, and being in Southern California in particular, uh, more business here than probably most other areas, quite frankly. So you have a little bit of a unique story in that you are an openly gay personal injury lawyer, and you started in Orange County doing cases there. How, How was that? You know, doing cases in Orange County was a little bit different in that um, in the five years that I was handling personal injury cases there, I never let clients know that I was a gay lawyer. And I actually had some that tried to pull it out of me um, just through conversation and things that we had talked about and reference points and things like that. And for the life of me, I never let anybody know because I want to keep business and professional life separate. Right. Um which is important to a degree, but I think that, um, you know, today people want to connect a little bit deeper and a little bit more meaningful. Um, and so I think that was a missed opportunity, but Orange County is very conservative. And so that was probably my biggest concern. This is a little bit of a side question, but right now, Gavin Newsom, Governor Newsom is facing a recall election And one of the things that I heard was that it probably wouldn't go very far because the residents of Orange County aren't really interested too much in it in this year. Did you get any sense from people there wanting to get rid of him as governor? You know, I I have. Um, But I think it depends upon where you are in Orange County um, when I say that you have. So South Orange County is probably more conservative than the rest of Orange County. Um, And in South Orange County, they are very anti-Newsom, and they, as a whole, tended to not really wear masks um, throughout, uh, or at least very few people did, and and, and less businesses shut down, um, restaurants, barbershops, et cetera, and they just kind of shirked it altogether. Um, And so I think that 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 may not be entirely true. But with that being said, the largest populations in Orange County are Anaheim um, and Santa Ana. And Irvine. Uh, and then Irvine, which is a little more conservative, and Huntington Beach, which, as we know, 
very conservative. But the largest is Anaheim. Um, and so I think it just, again, depends upon where you are there. So what made you want to come out to Palm Springs? Well, I mean, there's a, there's a number of different reasons. Um, one is it is a natural place for me to gravitate towards because I have such a good time here. I've always come here my whole entire life, um, especially adult life, being that I am uh, a gay man. So this was a great place for me to kind of um, uh, get some footing and naturally gravitated towards it. The other thing, and I mentioned this a, a little bit ago, and that's that I think that people do want to connect on a deeper level, even with a professional like a lawyer. Um, and so because of that, I just never really felt that comfortable being in Orange County to do that as much as I could out here. And that offers me a little bit of freedom and a little bit of an opportunity to even be, even be creative um, that maybe I wasn't able to do in Orange County. So two questions. What is a personal injury lawyer, and what made you want to get into that line of practice? Uh, personal injury lawyer is there to help people and to give them hope. So uh, insurance companies are unscrupulous. If you look in the insurance code, you'll never find the word fair or fairness or anything like that. Um, and so without us holding them accountable, um, the average person probably will be taken advantage of. So we help uh, basically navigate them through that process because it's already stressful enough as it is, right? After you've been involved in some sort of accident, you're hurting uh, emotionally, physically, et cetera. And now you have to deal with this insurance adjuster who's giving you the runaround and a hard time making you tear your hair out, stressing you out that much more. So that's what we're there for. Um, and I was just naturally um, just driven to that area of the law more than all the others, because all the others were a little bit farther removed from the general public, from just normal human beings, right? So I have a brother who is an intellectual property litigator, and uh, that's very different in that you're not dealing with the general public, right? You're dealing uh, with a very specialized area of the public, whereas I get to help the everyday person. And I get to connect with all sorts of different people from different walks of life and help them all. And, um, and that was a lot more appealing to me than some stuffy area of the law. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking with Kevin Crockett. He is a personal injury lawyer. If you want more information, you can go to crockettlawgroup.com. And their phone number is 760-999-4444. And we'll give that website and address again multiple times. Um, I would imagine doing what you do, you probably have to know a bit about medicine, about the law, about yep. the motor vehicle code, um, because I would imagine a lot of the accidents you deal with are probably with or in automobiles. Yeah, a large percentage have to do with cars or trucks or, or something automotive. Um, we also handle dog bites and slip and, ball, slip and falls, but they are mostly uh, car accidents by and large, just statistically, that makes sense. Um, hold, on, right. hold on a second. Yeah. Did you follow that case in San Francisco where the the woman was bit by the dog, the pit bull? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of those. <laughs> what happened? Marjorie Noller. Was Marjorie Noller? She was the, it, no. It, it became a really famous case. Yeah. Um, never mind. 
That's okay. I was all the time. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, and you've got to know a lot about the vehicle code because, you know, a lot of these cases, uh, a case in point, I was in um, a traffic accident um, heading north on 101 towards San Francisco, and a car was stalled in the number two lane, and the car in front of me whipped out of the way really quick, and I tried to crank my wheel of my truck, and my car rolled over the top of hers, and I was deemed responsible for the accident. It was a four-car accident. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that doesn't surprise me. And, and, it, and it sucked just on a, on a personal level. From, you know, layperson to layperson, I, I totally feel for you. But, yeah, you're right. So the vehicle code would put you at fault. Uh, for keeping an unsafe distance between you and the car in front of you, CVC 22350. So you can be placed at fault for speeding even if No, but I was a safe distance because my car started to roll before I even got close to her. (laughs) Yeah, any time they're in front of you and you're behind them, it's a tough fight. Yeah. I mean, are you... happy to represent you. I know, it was a shame. I didn't know you back then. If only. (laughs) (laughs) But But you are right that you need a lot of, um, I think that the better personal injury lawyers out there do know a lot about medicine and take the time to talk to doctors and to do their research uh, because it helps you make your points uh, a lot stronger. So um, I think that those are the more successful PI attorneys that I see. What was one of the most unique cases that you took on? Ooh, unique cases. Well, I had, um, this one was pretty unique. Um, this was at my prior law firm, and the intake guy came up to me and said, Kevin, can you do me a favor? Will you take this case? I promise I'll give you a better one next time. And I said, <laughs> all right, well, um, you got a deal, but it's got to be the best one. So anyway, so I take on this case and uh, didn't even know what the facts were until I, I already had it. And it turned out that this woman was bit by her own cat, by her own cat. So usually we handle dog bites or dog attacks, right? Never heard of a cat bite attack and let alone bit by their own cat. So what happened is the door was open, dog comes running in and tries to attack her cat. So she grabs her cat to protect her and her own cat bites her while trying to get at the dog and her, um, her, her, her bite ended up getting mildly infected for a couple of weeks. And make a long story short, we ended up settling it with the insurance carrier for the policy limit of 100,000, which was a great outcome and completely unexpected. And it was funny because the firm ended up advertising online like a week later that we also handle cat bites. So <laughs> we, ne- we never got another lead for that though. How do you guys determine what your fees are gonna be? Well, it's not set in stone by the law, and it really differs firm to firm. So the average out there is a third, and then some firms take 40%. And this is pre-suit, right? So there's a fee pre-suit before you file formally, and you're just negotiating with the carrier. And then there's a higher fee usually after you file. Uh, I find that law firms in Orange County tend to take a higher percentage than the ones in, um, in, in other areas. They, they put a premium on it. I guess we're being in Orange County. So they tend to take maybe 40% 
and a lot of other firms take a third. But you're getting the same services. Yeah. So if somebody is interested in getting your service, do you have some type of consultation you do before you sign up with them? Yeah, absolutely. They can call me anytime uh, for free and happy to talk, whether that be 15 minutes, two hours. I know a lot of people think, you know, I've had people say, oh, I I better get going. Otherwise, you're going to charge me more. (laughs) But they don't get charged just to talk to me. It doesn't work like that in personal injuries. So it's free. So that phone number is 760-999-4444. And the website is crocketlawgroup.com. Once you go to the website, how do you find you in particular? Once you go to the website, there's a drop down that says about, and then you can click on my name, Kevin Crockett, and uh, read a little bit about me. So again, you know, you decided to come to Palm Springs. You and your husband decided to come out here. Um, what you're based in Palm Springs. You're at 777 East Talkwitz Canyon Way. Have you been finding that you can get cases all over the Coachella Valley? Or, you know, are you just starting to do your outreach? Uh, you know, so far, I've already, uh, in the short period of time, already been getting cases all throughout Coachella Valley. Um, just had a fantastic case that I signed about a day ago. Um, but that did happen to be in Palm Springs, but cases from Indio all the way to Palm Springs. Um, but most of my outreach so far has been targeted mainly towards Palm Springs right now. So, um, what are some of the other things that, um, you guys are interested in here in the Valley? I know you're starting to get involved with a lot of nonprofits, um, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk all about all of the nonprofits that you're interested in. Inclu- Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. The Jeff Hawker Show, casting a brilliant rainbow of diversity on iHub Radio. Now, here's Jeff. Well, before we got abruptly interrupted, <laughs> welcome back, Kevin. Thank you. So our producer, John, asks, um, do you ever do medical malpractice? No, I don't handle medical malpractice, and I don't handle workers' compensation. So uh, just strictly personal injury off the job, not related to a doctor's wrongdoings. So uh, give us an idea of what the process is for somebody interested in using your service. Sure. So somebody would obviously get involved in an accident, say they get rear-ended, very simple, um, straightforward case usually. Uh, They would call us up at the number that you've been given out, and we would immediately pick up. There's always somebody available to talk 24-7, and we would go over the facts of the case, and they would probably send us some photos. We would uh, sign them up, whether they want that to be in person or they want to do that electronically, uh, we're able to do so either which way. Uh, can get somebody out same day, or, or again, we can do it electronically. Once they get signed up, um, then that's when they start treating for their injuries. Um, they probably already have, right? They've probably been to maybe the emergency room or urgent care, their primary doctor. Um, but if they still got ongoing problems, then they still have Uh, then they have a personal injury case. So they might go to a chiropractor or a physical therapist or an orthopedist. Um, And once they reach where they were prior to the accident, then at that point we would probably send out a demand letter 
to the insurance company um, asking for what's right, for what's fair. And if they play ball, that's great. If they don't, then we might have to file a lawsuit on their behalf to get what's fair. Do most of them want to settle or are they just willing to fight, fight? Yeah, you know what's funny about that? Most people think that uh, personal injury attorneys want, you know, to settle everything. And I find it's quite the opposite where um, clients just can't be bothered, right? They're, they're tired and they're exhausted by going through all this. And so they want to settle. And I'm telling them, no, 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 please hang on a little bit longer. I, I promise we'll get you more money. So, <laughs> uh, But the insurance companies, too, generally speaking, they do want to settle. Uh, but they never want to settle for as much as they would if you filed the lawsuit, right? They're going to make you jump through those hoops if you want that extra bit of money. Yeah, exactly. We're talking with Kevin Crockett. He is a personal injury lawyer. His website is crockettlawgroup.com, or you can call him at 760-999-4444. Your offices are located at 777 East Tokwitz Canyon Way. Isn't that where the Regal Cinemas are? It is, and it's very dead over there right now, sadly. Yeah, they need they need some more uh, uh, office space over there filled up. Uh, so you're very interested in in you know getting very involved in the community, and one of the things you said to me is you'd like to be involved with more LGBT groups. Yes, absolutely. I have been trying to reach out to as many as I possibly can and would love to help as many as I possibly can in whatever fashion that might be. So um, right now I'm currently sponsoring the Palm Springs Gay Softball League and working with Scott Howard on that. And um, also the Naga Cup, which is... And um, as well as the Palm Springs Front Runners and Walkers for their Pride 5K Run and Walk on November 6th, um, as well as many others. Well, so, and I have yeah. got the perfect event for you, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Halloween Palm Springs. We'll we'll talk okay. off the air because I got some updates on that. All right, I'm it, ready for it. it. It's in motion, yeah, and it's it's a great. Last year we had uh, Evelyn Champagne King, and it was amazing. Two stages and uh, incredible VIP area with open bar. So, w- wow. what what gay person doesn't like open bar? <laughs> <laughs> I hear when I said that. <laughs> so one of the things, you know, we started talking, um, and, you know, one of the things that I'm involved with, I'm vice president of the United Way of the Desert, and mm-hmm. you said, you know, let me look at it, and, you, and you're sponsoring our golf tournament this weekend. So I really appreciate your effort to, because, you know, every dollar for an organization like that literally goes to helping underprivileged and underserved people, especially in the East end of our Valley. So thank you so much for your efforts. No, thank you for having me. Um, One of the beautiful things that I quickly realized about the Coachella Valley is just how many organizations and associations there are to help people from all walks of life. There's something for everybody and there are so many things to get involved in and I don't see that in many other places and and definitely not in Orange County. So very, very impressed by all the outreach. (laughs) They're all about gathering wealth there (laughs) and stopping the Democrats from doing anything. (laughs) 
Amen. That's so true. So welcome to our welcome to our space. Do you know that um, the Democrats for the presidential election took every single city in the Coachella Valley? As they should. Yes. So we've been talking with Kevin Crockett. He's personal injury lawyer here in Palm Springs. If you'd like to use his services, give him a call at 760-999-4444 or crockettlawgroup.com. Thanks for being on the show today, Kevin. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Coming up, we'll have Kevin Stern from the Town Real Estate Group. And uh, you're listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on iHub Radio. Live from Palm Springs, the Desert Cities A to Z on LGBTQ. This is the Jeff Hawker Show on iHub Radio. No jet lag, but he's definitely anxious to celebrate three years of local broadcasting on iHub Radio. Today, the John McMullen Show previews what's ahead on the iHub Network. He's flagging me down over here. <laughs> Actually, Jeff, today we're going to have a best of. Brian Mendoza was here last Friday, and because I am getting ready for the anniversary show. So you do have jet lag. I I do. (laughs) Uh, It turns out that because we're so far behind in getting this special done, that I'm going to be working on that all all day once you're off the air today. But Brian Mendoza, who was here filling in for me Friday while I was in Seattle, we're going to run that best of show and you'll get to hear brian today okay that sounds great in my stead we're looking forward to it four to six so our next guest is kevin stern and he is the owner and broker of town real estate and we've been friends for a few years now welcome to the show kevin hey uh jeff thank you so much do you remember my name I do. I was. I heard Brian a minute ago, and then I'm. I've been waiting to get you because you made one little error in your last comment. Um, the Democrats took all the cities except Indian Wells. Yeah. FYI. Yes. You forgot to say that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> well, you know what? At least we got most of them, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, Thank God. So, wh- how did you how did you come about coming to the Coachella Valley? And you've been very successful since you've been here. Tell us a little bit about your history and then how you got into the real estate business. Oh my goodness. Okay, so um I'm going on my twentieth year here, believe it or not, hard to believe. Um I lived in the Bay Area, San Jose to be exact, and I had a one of the first gay and lesbian uh, travel agencies. So I had what's, uh, what was Rainbow Travel. Yeah, I remember. For many, many years. And um, we were kind of, you know, there in the beginning of the gay and lesbian travel uh, thing where people wanted to support the gay and lesbian community. Well, and, and, and back uh, then, a lot of people used travel agents and tour operators. You didn't have all these websites yeah. you could go to. So it was great because yeah, but, you really took care of them. Correct. And and believe it or not, uh, travel agencies are back in again, especially after all the COVID fiascos. 
you know, once you go online and you have some problems, um, you know, you kind of go back to getting some professional help. So yeah. it really doesn't cost you much, if anything. Even the airlines or some other tour companies that you go direct with, you know, they often charge a fee. And travel agents, a lot of them don't charge fees unless it's just an airline ticket. If you're booking a cruise or a tour and you're spending five to $10,000, you probably don't want to book that online. I wouldn't think you would want to talk to a professional. Yeah. Anyway, enough about that. And ma- and make sure that you... That's another all- whole session we could be on the, on the I radio. know. Well, you still have your travel <laughs> agency, though, right? Yes, I do have a little travel agency here in the Valley called Stars Travel, and that's uh, my other little interest because... You know, once travel's in your blood, it's hard to have it. Leave. Yeah. So, so if people want more information about travel, what's the website? Well, that's starstravel.com. S T A R S travel.com. Perfect. But we're here to talk about real estate. So I, I own know. A, uh, town real estate, and uh, so anyway, when I got here, I had lost my partner in Northern California, and you know, you go through a lot of changes when you lose a partner, and. Um, so, you know, they always say wait a year to make any major decisions. Well, after a year, it was just clear to me that I kind of lost my umph. You know what I mean? Just kind of that, I don't know, I needed a change. So um, I sold my business, and lucky for me, it was May of '01, so it was before 9-11. And at the time, I had an RV, and I was traveling with uh, some gay friends, and we belonged to the Rainbow RV Club. And we were traveling around, and a group of us, decided to leave Pajaro Dunes and come to Palm Springs and hang out because we could. So um, came here and lived in my RV for six months to decide if this is where I wanted to, you know, start a new life. And, um, you know, after six months, it was clear that this is home. So I bought a house, went back, sold my house, and here I am 20 years later. Well, and you got here at a good time because things were you know, not going well because 9-11 happened. But since then, we've seen astronomical growth with the Coachella Valley. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I remember, what was it, 2001 when I was buying a house. And, um, you know, the prices were reasonable still, you know. And I remember when my partner was alive and we used to go look in Las Palmas and all that. And, you know, back then, 350000 we thought, are they crazy? <laughs> Now they're you know a million and two million dollars. So, I I paid you know. three fifty for my house in Deepwell. Yeah, I paid three fifty for a new construction home in the Cove when I first moved here. Yeah, and cr- you know it's probably worth double that now. So, so but anyway, so all you good. obviously your your business has grown. Your website is townca.com. Your phone number Correct. is seven six zero two five zero one nine seven seven. And you're you're an owner and a broker. So tell us what the difference is between just being a realtor and and being a broker. Well, anybody can be an owner, but um, under California state law, a realtor must hang their license under a broker. And the broker has the responsibility of the agent. So even though all the agents are independent, they have to work under a broker and the broker's job is to make sure that um, they're managed somewhat because they are independent contractors, but they have to be, you know, managed. The contracts have to be looked at. You have to make sure that, you know, all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and, and you're there to give advice and help and coaching. So, you know, our job is to, 
try to stay away from attorneys. Yeah. <laughs> as much as possible, right? Well, so based upon so, your website, um, it, it, it looks like you have 16 different realtors working under your broker license. Correct. We had actually um, in January, there's a Paula Meyer California Properties uh, real estate group. They um, were a, a small local company and James and Paul and I have been friends for a while and they wanted to kind of back down a little bit from the day-to-day responsibilities and do more traveling. And so they merged their group into my group. So now they are the Zapala Meyer real estate group under town real estate. So I'm the overall broker. So yeah, so that helped us grow to, you know, three times the size that we were because we were just what four or five agents before that very small boutique. Yeah. And one of the agents that's been with you for quite a while is Jeffrey Moore. Jeffrey Moore, he's amazing and awesome, and uh, he's been with me probably what five, six, seven years, something like that. Yeah, and and, and probably a lot of people think you're partners because a lot of the ads you guys run, you guys are together in the picture. Yeah, so we um, used to partner on all of our deals, so we were like a team. You know, so it was Kevin and Jeff. So when you listed with us, you you had two agents, Kevin and Jeff, or when you bought with us. So now, um, you know, when coronavirus hit, we kind of decided it's not in our best interest to do that anymore. So we still work together, but he's on his own. I'm on my own and I, you know, do what I can to help him and he does what he can to help me. So being that you have now merged do you still consider yourself a boutique real estate office yeah we're not one of those big huge companies that have you know 300 agents or something or more you know we are small we're boutique we really define ourselves with customer care customer service doing the right thing being available and the bottom line is you know there's no um Nobody that makes the end decision but me. It's not like I have to go before a board and I don't have to go before a management team or anything like that. So I get the ultimate decision. But I empower the agents to do what they need to do to make it right. So it's it's pretty easy. And um, after last year when we had no ability to work in an office, we decided to just be all remote. So now we're all remote. My home office is my headquarters and everybody works from their home. and. Um, I think in, what, June 15th, the state's going to go back to normal because up until then and still currently, we cannot have anybody in our car to show property. You can't just call me and say, I want to see a house. We have to, you know, book an appointment. You have to sign a form. You know, it's a little more complicated. So, um, you know, if it goes back to normal and we can start holding open houses again and taking clients in cars and all that, it'll be really nice because it's been a challenge especially because it's been so busy, you know, since May 15th when they opened up booking hotels here in Coachella Valley, the, it's just been insanely busy. Very, so, very busy. so obviously the real estate market here in the Coachella Valley has really been on fire this whole last year. Prices have gone up dramatically. Where do you yep. see it going from here? Well, interesting enough, yesterday I was in a market watch seminar and, um, you know, they were predicting just the questions you're asking and what we're saying, what we're seeing and what is the prediction is the next few months, we'll start to see an increase in inventory 
currently we only have like 740 homes in all of Coachella Valley for sale. Normally we have, you know, 2,500 to 3,000. So we're way under inventory at an all-time low, and there's many buyers, so everything has multiple offers. And Palm Springs is really on fire, and part of the reason, I believe, is they allow vacation rentals. So you get a lot of people that want to buy a home that they can use as a vacation rental to help offset the mortgage because maybe they're not ready to move here full-time. Right. Every other city in the Valley now pretty much has a moratorium on vacation rentals. Cathedral City went to vote and passed an ordinance to cancel out all vacation rentals. So, you know, I think Palm Desert just put a moratorium. A moratorium. Rancho Mirage is being sued by homeowners, and they have a moratorium. And so it's um, it's not that it, it hasn't really slowed, but the, the values in Palm Springs are higher. They've grown faster than any other city in the valley, and I personally believe that's part of the reason. I, I, you make, I, you know, thirty to seventy thousand dollars a year in a vacation rental. Yeah, well, I think you're right. You know, I I can kind of see both sides of the coin. You know, being a former homeowner, I did rent my house on Airbnb, but now I rent, and so now, like, I I'm thinking about maybe moving. There's nothing. Like I couldn't find There's anything available because everything is being used for vacation rentals and they're wanting right. $9,000 a month. <laughs> right. And I, I, I believe some of the reason the other cities decided not to have vacation rentals, I, I sort of believe in my heart, I mean, and I don't know, um, but I'm, I try to analyze what their thinking is. And I really do think in Cathedral City, I live in Cathedral City. So for Cathedral City, I'm thinking, okay, we're kind of a working class city. Um, it's not a high tourist name like Palm Springs. And um, they want places for their people to live, you know? And if, if everything's sold as a vacation rental, then we have a problem. Yeah. So. And I, th- I think that's what they're really analyzing right now. And it's good that they are. We're talking with Kevin Stern. He is an owner and broker of Town Real Estate. Their website is townca.com. His phone number is 760-250-1977. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about real estate, but then also we'll talk a little bit about Kevin's philanthropic efforts. And you're listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on iHub Radio. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. The Jeff Hawker Show, casting a brilliant rainbow of diversity on iHub Radio. Now, here's Jeff. We are in conversation with Kevin Stern of Town Real Estate Group. So two things are happening. Um, The Fed this week um, is looking like it's keeping interest rates the same. But as we have seen, interest rates are starting to creep up again. They're not at the all-time lows they were. And also, right around the corner is possibly inflation. Kevin? Yes, I'm here. Oh. 
Yeah. So you're asking me what my opinion is? Well, we don't believe interest rates are going to go up dramatically this year. The Fed's pretty committed to keeping them low through the rest of this year. Um, so maybe towards the end of the year, they might hit 3.5-ish. Um, but they've actually gone down in the last week or so. so. Oh, okay. It's still a good time. If, you know, it's pretty cheap money. I remember my first house in 1980-something was 8%. And before that, I remember when interest rates were 13 and 17 and 12, you know. But yeah. I, it, 8% back in the 80s, I thought was pretty good. That was, you know, I think my parents paid that in the 70s or something. Yeah, so. when I bought my house in 2000, it was 7.5. And I was in one of those really bad pick-a-payment loans from Wachovia. Yeah. And yeah. Wells Fargo bought Wachovia and put me in a fixed-rate loan, and I think it brought it down to five. And I was oh, thrilled good. to have five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good rate. I mean, you know, I have uh, – I think my house right now is 2.75, and I currently am buying a little condo at three and a half, you know, but that's investment rate, so that's pretty good. So. Right. Oh, it's so anyway, so. It is a different rate if you're if it's not your primary residence. Correct. When it's a primary residence, you get the best rate, and then it's always based on how much down and what kind of credit report, what kind of credit rating you have. You know, so there's lots of variables. So I always um, I refer my clients to a mortgage broker. They tend to do a better job than a bank because a bank only represents their products. And they never close on time. I mean, I, I hate to talk bad about a bank, but they never, <laughs> ever close on time. Yeah. Where the mortgage yeah. brokers seem to be able to close on time. They package it, the loan up, and then they sell them off to the banks later. So, um, But they get it done. And, you know, I have a couple lenders that I use regularly. And I know if they tell me that somebody's approved, that we're going to get that thing through. So. That's very important. Well, and that's why you are more like a boutique where you're you have your hands on and make sure that things get taken care of. I mean, I've heard things out in the community. I, I had some problems with my realtors when I sold my house. Y you know, I, it's really important that you're on the ground, boots walking, and making sure that your clients get the care that they need. I mean, especially I, I think especially in a fast place environment like what you're experiencing right now when you're dealing with a lot of contracts and a lot of closing and you know i i would imagine that you probably use the same escrow companies for your different um yeah i mean we we have our regular choice that we like to choose every agent has the right you know to choose it's really the buyer and seller should be the one picking but they usually defer to the realtor because you have the local relationships so you know I believe in, uh, you know, sticking with somebody and if there's a problem trying to resolve it because, you know, you want to have someone there when you need something special. So I really, you know, foster and, and uh, work my relationships with my vendors that we use. So if you want to list a house or you'd like to buy a house, call Kevin Stern at 760-250-1977, or you can go to his website at townca.com. In the couple minutes that we have left, I wanted to talk, you're very philanthropic. Is there any charities that you want to talk a little bit about that, that you support and you're involved with? 
Well, you know, I always love to support anything that you do. So you, you know, to call me when there's something going on. So like the Halloween, I love, I love being a supporter of that because it's just a fun event. Um, and I think it's been several years I've been doing that. Yeah. Um, well, and you've been you very, know, very involved in supporting the Palm Springs Gay Men's Chorus. Have, have you ever sang yep. in a chorus yourself? No, I can't carry a tune. <laughs> you don't want me to sing. <laughs> I'm better in the audience. <laughs> yeah. But you're also very involved with the Realtors Association out here. Yeah, I'm on the board of the Palm Springs uh, Association of Realtors, which is really great. And, um, you know, it's a wonderful local board of realtors. So, you know, when you're working with the, uh, or when you're buying a home in Palm Springs, why would you want to use a realtor outside of the area? Wouldn't you want to use a realtor that's familiar with the community and knows the difference between Indian land and fee simple land and, you know, knows a little bit about the community than somebody from another area that might be coming in here and selling you a house? I don't understand. I would, I would never go to, you know, say San Diego and try to sell something because I don't know San Diego. Right. Well, and you brought up a really good point. The leased land feature is crucial when you're buying a house out here because it can, boy, if, if that, if that length of that lease is not long enough, you can't even get a loan from the bank, correct? Correct. You need five years beyond the life of the lease for your loan. So say the loan, the lease is say 30 years left on it. You could only, the maximum loan, if there was one available, at 25 years because the lender wants five years beyond the life of the lease. So, you know, you go into a 15 year or 20 year loan or something like that. But yeah, I mean, which you have to have the resources to be able to do that. And you have to have a local lender because outside lenders cannot close a deal on leased land. They just cannot. No matter how much they tell you they can, they cannot. So trust your realtor. Trust your local realtor. That's you. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and you tell us uh, briefly about your beautiful dog. Well, well, I I'm a standard poodle guy, and I adopted a puppy in December. His name is Parker, and he is full of piss and vinegar, but sweet as can be, and um, it's been really awesome experience i had a standard poodle for 16 and a half years and he passed away a year ago last december and i really took a lot of time to replace him because he was really just the sweetest most wonderful dog ever and um you know i tried to um actually uh rescue a standard poodle all last year during covid and was not successful because most of them were in canada or the east coast or whatever so anyway, I decided yeah. to adopt, and he's, he's a love. And and I love all the pictures that you post on Facebook. So again, <laughs> Kevin Stern, he's the owner and broker of Town Real Estate. He also won the top realtor award from Palm Springs Life in 2021 because of exceptional customer service and personal attention. For If you want to hire him, go to townca.com or call 760 250-1977. Thanks for coming on the show today, Kevin. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Jeff Hawker Show. If you want to know about all the programming on the iHub network, go to iHubRadio.com.
Oh, 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 oh,